Hello, everybody. We're back at it again this Tuesday. It's a real weeks. It's three weeks in a row. That's got to be some kind of record even for us. This is the most consistent thing that I've done this entire break, other than watch Grey's Anatomy on Friday, and that's stopping this week. Yeah. Or it stopped last week. It stopped last week, yeah. That's so I can't believe the most consistent sad. thing that I've done all quarter is talk to you. That's just so sad that this is this is the communication we've had. Well, I mean, it makes sense because we also really talk a lot during the school year as well and during all our breaks, but... We yeah, who, have, who else do you talk to? Um, I talk to you, and then I talk to my parents, and then usually once a week we all Zoom call somehow. Yeah, we do that this week. I mean, technically we did it for a birthday, so yeah, that's true. But yeah, but like it wasn't like us, you know. Yeah, I haven't really talked to anyone on Zoom other than you. Wow, love that for you. Yeah. So it's not different from any other break, except this time we're not watching Sound of Music because we always keep forgetting to do that. Yeah. One day it'll happen. Will it? Do you think so? Yeah. We can think about it really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And then One day it'll that's, happen. It. <laughs> that's it. To be clear, we've both seen The Sound of Music. But last yes. year, as sophomores, to, like an entire spring ago, we decided to watch The Sound of Music. We watched the first 30 minutes, decided to stop, and then never continued watching it. It was That was the end. We, I think we, we got never... to the song Raindrops on Roses, and that's it. That's the point where we got in the movie. Yeah. That's about it. Other updates, still at home. I think we're Quarantine. going to be home still for a longer amount of time. Other news, I made a TikTok. It was kind of depressing, but it's a fun app. That's all I can say. Do you delete the app every week? I do delete the app every week and then re-download it again every week. That's how you know you're addicted. It's so, like, I'll watch one video. And then I'll watch another one, and then it's a problem. I also really like watching OBGYN reacts now. Mom, Dr. Jones? Yeah, I love her. She's so cute. I love her. I, like, I love her. I think she's phenomenal. Guys, you guys should watch Dr. Jones' OBGYN reacts channel. She reacts to I didn't know I was pregnant, and wow. I love it so much. It's the greatest. Like, everything about her is absolutely phenomenal. And she just gives so many facts on facts on facts. She's very, she's very informative. And she has shirts that says, like, sorry, did my science offend you or something like that. And Mm -hmm. it's so funny. I want to get a shirt like that just because. I also would do that 110%. It's so much fun. Shritha's other news is she's planning a planner. Do you want to talk about your, that? Um, basically I ordered a planner. I don't know when it'll come. I got stressed out. I need to put stuff in things and like, I need to write stuff down. I need to put stuff in things. An actual quote that I said in 2020. No, I like have to write stuff down because this whole online situation is like not having it. It's just not happening for me. So, um, here I am. I couldn't, my planner didn't come. So I am creating one. Catch me on Etsy if I can ever commit to putting it up. It's so beautiful. Um, Shritha's name on Etsy is Shritha Create, just like how her stickers on Redbubble is also Shritha Creates. And they're 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 15 out of 10 recommend. I suggest you get this planner. Yep. I just have like a lot of commitment issues in my life. I can't do anything without stressing. So that's how I live my life, I think. It's literally so aesthetic. I've never seen a planner so aesthetic. There's like gold accents on every page. I'm really proud of it. It's like, it's a good time. I'm really, really proud of it. So y'all should check that out when it's officially published. Yeah, that's that's all the updates 
I have about my life. Shweta? Um, this week is weird. It's already week three of our quarter, like of a 10-week quarter, mm-hmm. which is like, it doesn't feel real that we're already in week three and I already know so little, which is like a recurring theme, I think. Every quarter I feel the same way. But this just seems like especially sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have two midterms next week. Yeah. I keep forgetting. Oh, God. Oh, God. Wait, I haven't even checked. I have one midterm next week. That's good. Yeah. I'm just, I'm happy that my midterms are open note. Yeah. But also... I don't know how what that would mean. Like, I mean, obviously I know what open note means, but I don't know how the test would be in response to it being open note. So wish us luck on that. Yeah. I mean, we need the luck. Desperately, yeah. So I think that wraps up segment number one. Um, moving on to our media for the week, since Grey's Anatomy has officially wrapped up their sixth 16th season um a lot of things happened this season a lot of about how 16 seasons like the ridiculousness of this show and then the fact that like repeatedly people are like ah yes let's green light it for 16 seasons like mm-hmm. and i think if they quit around 11 they would have quit while they were ahead and like we wouldn't be in this position today but i mean we're all still watching so we're just stuck here i don't think at this point i have invested too much of my life like i i think i've invested a good six or seven years of my life into Grey's anatomy now so uh, yeah so i started watching freshman year of high school when did you start watching Fresh, the end of freshman year of high school. Okay, yeah. Like, a ridiculous amount of time we have put into this show. And, like, they just disrespect us time and time again. Yeah. I mean, I like some of the things that have happened after. Like, I've, I've really enjoyed the things that they've done to Meredith's character um, post-Derek. But, again, some writing choices. So questionable. So questionable. Okay. Spoiler alert. The One of the main things we're going to be talking about is... Six uh, season sixteen, Alex's departure of the show. So if you haven't seen it and don't want spoilers, then I would skip ahead. But if we can insert a little voiceover right here, that's like you can skip to this timestamp. Yeah, so and then, season sixteen, um, episode what like twenty? What was the last episode? Whatever you haven't seen through there. Uh huh. Twenty two. This episode is not for you. this episode of this podcast is not for you. But if you don't care about spoilers or you are caught up with Grace here, welcome to our TED Talk about Alex Karev and Grace Anatomy. Welcome to our TED Talk about how Alex deserved better. I know, dude. He had the greatest character arc of all time. His character arc. Basically, for anybody who is like not caught up fully, like anybody who like just needs a refresher, like you know you've seen this show. Alex Karev left at the at the like midway through the season. I think like four or five episodes before like what was the end of the season until like quarantine hit and they couldn't finish filming the season. So I don't know what that looks like in the future. But like basically he left in the most abrupt manner I would say of any other character I think that every other character we've gotten like either we've gotten to know ahead of time that they were going to leave or we got a good enough episode that ended their arc that we didn't feel horrible about them leaving the first case I think like Izzy George we didn't really care about them leaving it was whatever yeah right the second case Arizona and April I think April specifically I think she had a phenomenal arc in terms of ending where she's still Mm -hmm. in the show and I would give anything to have April back in this moment like I love April with my entire heart I and love I, April like if tomorrow Shonda was like you have to like give up an arm and a leg but we'll bring April Kepner back like I'd be there I'd be like okay sounds good I'll, like okay he was the best she was incredible but like 
I have a lot of, like, I hold a lot of comfort in knowing the fact that, like, she still exists in this universe. She's still, like... She's still a doctor offstage in the same, in, like, Seattle. She's just, they basically just couldn't afford to keep her on the show, but she still exists there. Yeah, exactly. And that's, like, a really good arc, I think, because, like, it doesn't write her off. She's still present. She's still brought up. It's just we don't see her, but it's not, like, the end. It doesn't, like, tie her off. It's not, like, okay, she's never coming back. But, like, I just Mm. feel like we didn't get that much respect with Alex as somebody who we've witnessed from his evil spawn days like from day one when he made fun of Izzy for being a model before, like to get herself through med school from when he like was a sleazebag doctor who like everybody didn't have a lot of faith in like he wasn't supposed to make it if you watch season one if you watch season anything until season eight like, well I mean I think like, the Rebecca stuff really showed his like character and then after Arizona came I think we learned how much he cared about peds specifically but like I mean I would say seasons one through five like we didn't have a lot of hope for him like he wasn't supposed to make it as a doctor he wasn't supposed to make it at seattle grace like it Mm -hmm. just he he was the underdog i think of Grey's Anatomy more than more than George ever could have been. Yeah. George had like a certain likability to him that I think that Alex didn't start off with but he like we learned to like him and we grew to like him and that's Mm -hmm. I think what makes him like a little bit more like near and dear to our hearts. He's like I don't know I just I can't imagine a Grey's Anatomy fan who would have been pleased with this ending because not only was it abrupt and like Basically, what happened with the ending was they said that he, Izzy, ended up having his fertilized eggs, so had his kids, and he didn't want their kids to grow up without a dad. So he went back, fell in love with Izzy again, and both of them are raising their family in, like, Kansas or something like that, and he's just joining a Pete's facility there. But it was wild, because that is, there was no way we would have thought that would have happened. It was, it was completely out of left field. No one saw it coming. But, and, like, it's understandable only to the extent that they needed to do something with the character, because the actor kind of just left mid-season, like, mid shoot and so they needed something where they didn't need to show his face and didn't need to give it that much of an explanation to but they could have easily just done what they did with april and like still had him married to joe just like not present because like as fans i'm pretty sure we all would understand if the actor left but we kept like no one's gonna question why alex isn't on screen if the actor left like the way we don't question why april kepner isn't on screen even though sarah drew or yeah sarah drew isn't technically an actor exactly like and also it's like we've watched his character for 16 years like or however many years 16 seasons it's like about 16 years like we've watched alex from day one turn into the doctor the man the husband that he is today mm-hmm. and that's why it's like i'm gonna use the word disrespectful because like it's literally like it's not it's disrespectful to his character and who and to who we know mm-hmm. for him to turn around like turn around turn his back on his relationship with joe because he has kids like anybody would anybody who's seen even a couple of seasons of the show would know that like Alex Karev loved Joe more than anything and he wanted nothing more. like he yes he would have wanted to be there for his kids I don't want to deny that because I know like he grew up without a father he wouldn't do everything in, he would have done everything in his power to be there for his kids but not at the expense of leaving Joe I think that is such like yeah that was just it's wrong it's incorrect it's not how he it's not who he is as a person and like it was just it was too much like they really pushed it Mm -hmm. 100 they really brought this out of left field and like i'm frustrated 
I like I don't know anybody who's not frustrated. Yeah, it was just and then for a whole like three or four seasons of Joe and Karev really respecting each other and understanding each other and like being there for each other even though their life circumstances haven't always been there for them. So they like treated each other as if they were the only families that they had. And all the reassurance that Alex gave Joe in the past seasons completely just, like, thrown away in a single episode. Fell apart, literally. Like, it, and, I mean, like, it crushes me to, like, watch that episode where Joe's like, I want to take your last name because I want the last name of somebody who, like, loves Love me. And, like, that's so <sighs> sweet and wholesome. And, like, for him to, like, well, I'm like, it's not, I'm sure it's not easy for Joe as a character to, like, think back on all those conversations that they've had this past season and be like, was he lying? Or was he, like, did he change his mind? Like, that's got to mess yeah. with her head so much for her to be like, I don't know if he was telling the truth. I don't know if he was actually, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's not cool either. And it's just, mm-hmm. and just the writing that they did, I, was it this season with um, Joe's mother? Or it was, was either this season or last season, like, early last season. Early yeah. late last season. So we just had Joe go through this traumatic life experience and Alex was really there for her and like respected her space and like took care of her. And then they really just brought this entire thing out of nowhere. It was Shonda or not Shonda because she's not the showrunner, but... Just I just have some questions about like why you chose to do what you did. Why not write Alex off in a similar way that you wrote April Kepner off mm-hmm. where she could just, like he could just exist and like he's like splitting his time between Kansas and here and like, and Kansas and Seattle and like Joe every once in a while has to like go hang out with Alex and Izzy and like see the kids and like we could still see Joe get pregnant and like... Yeah, or I don't even think... Like, we didn't even need, like, the Izzy storyline was unnecessary. We just could have had the whole Mercy West, I mean, um, what's the other hospital? Oh, Pat yes, Park. I know what it's mm. Like, the whole, like, he he is the sur- the chief of surgery at Pac North. Like, that's it. Like, we don't really see Pac North the way we don't see private practice. Like, it's the same universe, but we just don't see that character. Like, it, and it, it, it exists, and we're just... Yeah, like, everyone meant, like, the way everyone still mentions Christina like somewhere else or April like in Seattle still like just mentioned oh Alex at Pac North like we're gonna go see him for dinner today blah 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 like Like, Meredith can still text him like we mm -hmm. text Christina and we see that relationship with Christina which is like a newer um development and I really like that I like how much more we've seen of Christina like Mm -hmm. even though she's not even on screen I like they've like brought her culture back a lot yeah I could have so easily like pleased so many different people because like I don't know anybody that would have wanted Alex and Joe to break up in the way that they did let alone like break up Come back. That was the worst because one, Izzy sucks. Two, Catherine Heigl sucks. Three, Izzy did Izzy did Alex so bad. He ran away. She ran away mid-marriage, and for Alex to do the same thing to Joe is in not is in no way indicative of his character. Mm-hmm. Like I choose to believe that this episode didn't exist because it's so not frustrating yeah it just doesn't make any sense it's like someone complete it's like they hired someone off the street to just write an episode of Grey's Anatomy as if they heard someone talk about Grey's Anatomy they wrote the episode and then it's like because no one references that episode again which I mean is good um because it deserves to not be addressed but like Meredith is literally just like oh cool yeah like no that's not cool the only good thing that came out of this is that Joe and 
what's his name? Glasses? Link? Oh, Schmidt, Schmidt. Schmidt. They're, like, best friends now. That's the, that's the greatest thing that's happened out of Alex leaving. It, yeah, I'm happy that they're, I'm happy that Schmidt has, like, friends. Mm-hmm. The whole and that it's Joe. They're both so cute. Yeah. Like, the whole Nico situation is, like, a little bit questionable, so I'm, like, interested to see how this, like, how they're gonna play it out, because I like them together, but. Yeah, wait, but is he still gonna be on the show, then? Who? Um, Nico, because he took a job somewhere else. Yeah, I think that he might come, I, like, there's gotta be drama. They're not just gonna write him up in such a casual manner, I feel like. Yeah. But he never technically made made like the full cast list I guess or I'm not really sure he was like yeah I I know what you mean um yeah I'm interested to see like if they're even going to address it further or like or if that was just it Mm -hmm. but yeah that was crazy um some Alex highlights Uh, of like the whole season of sorry of the whole like show yeah oh um do you want to go and we'll just go back and forth yeah um my favorite is Africa him bringing Zola into This beautiful hospital, number one, will always be that. His, like, basically his relationship with Arizona. Everything about Arizona, I love. Like, I love, ugh, they are incredible. Hold on. I want to, like, make sure I'm not forgetting anything. The one where he um, stays up all night with the newborn for, um, like, the kangaroo hold. Yeah, I remember that. What season was that? It was so early. It's before the shooting, so I think it's season eight, because Reed is the one that wakes him up, and she's, like, still in love with him or whatever. No, Um, shooting was season six. Six. Sorry, six, six, six. Um, so I think it's season six where like Reed is the one who wakes him up and he's like, I'll take care of her. Um, mm-hmm. go like, take a shower again, get, get some sleep, and he's like, No, I'm fine where I am. And he's just like holding the baby all night and like she gets so much better as a result. And like that's <sighs> incredible. Um, I love him and Joe when his when Alex's dad came back. That was yeah. like she really just she was she like understood him and like was the support he needed Mm -hmm. um the episode where it's like the athlete comes in and i don't remember i think it's like the athlete has like ehlers Danlos or whatever syndrome Mm -hmm. um and richard and karev think that she's an alcoholic but then karev finally figures out that she has the syndrome and um he and richard's like you should tell her because he's working in the clinic because he just got off like punching um Mm -hmm. deluca or whatever Mm -hmm. and so like when he's when richard's like you should tell her because it was your diagnosis and he's like no it's better for her to get the care that she needs rather than, like it's it's not as important for me to be right than for her to get the care that she needs mm-hmm. and like just backs off and like puts the patient first 100% because the patient didn't want to be treated by him like that oh it says so much about him it yeah. says so much about him he's just been such a great doctor like he was a really shitty person and then he became a really compassionate doctor and then he became a good because he was still mm-hmm. a little he was yeah. shitty towards people but a great compassionate like pediatric doctor yeah he just and, wasn't touching me which I like I, yeah but it it wasn't for lack of caring it was just like it wasn't who he was but he ended up becoming like a fan favorite and a very caring character he was just there for people when they needed him yeah i love the joe and alex wedding episode yeah alex krev deserved a better ending in general and that's the tea that's the tea um let us know did you enjoy the ending if your answer is yes please stop I don't think you exist as a human being. Um, is this our, like, niche that we found? Like, where we just talk about Grey's Anatomy? Okay. Editing tanks here. At this point, um, we really just discussed all the possibilities of having a Grey's Anatomy podcast. And, yeah, that's that's how it went. This is a discussion. But now we're back. Hello, everyone. Um, if you hear this video, 
in the coming weeks, I just want to say we had the most brilliant idea. This is our, what's it called? Our intro to Grey's Anatomy, the episode by episode podcast. Get ready. Yep, we're going to do it Potterless style, where we just walk through each episode and... And we're still going to be talking about music and hunks, babes, and heartthrobs. Yeah, we could do like our favorite... Sorry, I'm sorry. You can... um, we can do our favorite song from that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because every single song, every single episode has a beautiful song. And every single episode has a lot of hunks, babes, and heartthrobs. So get ready. Oh, my guys. God. This is the greatest idea we've ever had. <laughs> See, um, guys, we told you. Sometimes we're smart. Um, but since this week's episode doesn't have a Grey's Anatomy-related song, Shritha, what's our song of the week? Um, you guys are going to hate me. But Camp Rock, l- l- hear me out, hear me out. Camp Rock was an incredible movie that deserved better. And True. I am currently obsessed with TikTok. And there's this trend where people sing um, the song that's like, We're famous in mud, different song, how are you um, People sing the song on TikTok and it's called um, Wouldn't Change a Thing. And it's Demi Lovato and Joe Jonas, of course, two icons, icons. And. It is an incredible song. There's a whole like TikTok trend where people sing on like either side of a door and they're like super dramatic, but one of them like backs out and sees how hard the other one goes. And it's like such a funny corner of the internet. And I highly recommend that you check it out if you haven't already done so. Yeah, that's... It's a really good song. We were singing it before we started filming. And cue song over here. You, face to face, but we don't see Okay, that was a beautiful song. Thank you, Shritha. Um, Catch us for next week's song. Don't know what it's going to be because I haven't seen the first episode in a really long time. I, like, know the song that I want it to be. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, but I'm going to, like, tell you when I've seen it because, like, I know I'm right about it, but, like... Okay, I'm excited. And I love, like, especially seasons, like, one through three of Grey's have such good music. Had such good music. Okay. Pardon me, Elevator? That episode? Oh my god. Honestly, y'all, get ready for this wild ride, because I haven't seen the first five seasons of Grey's since probably sophomore year of high school. It'll be a fun, a fun and interesting, like, roller coaster to go on. This time there's actual turns. Unlike last week's roller coaster, where it was kind of like a merry-go-round around each other's ideas. It's just the same thing over and over again. Okay, I'm ready for the game. Are y'all ready for the game? It's time for this week's rendition of Punk. Babe or heartthrob. Okay. I really love the soundtrack, the sound effect more than anything, don't you? I do. I'm trying to find the actual sound effect, but maybe I'll just turn my voice into the sound effect. Okay. This week's three people are number one, Michael B. Jordan. Number two, Nick Jonas. Number three, Liam Payne. It's that order. It's that order. Hunk, babe, heartthrob. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Michael B. Jordan is a hunk. Nick Jonas is the babe. Liam Payne is the heartthrob. I actually would switch the last two, now that I hear it out loud. Nick Jonas is the heartthrob? Mm-hmm. Okay. I will agree, but I could also flip it so that Nick is a hunk, Liam is a babe, and Michael B. Jordan is a heartthrob. I love Michael B. Jordan. I love Michael B. Jordan. I love just the questions with Vogue. Uh-huh. Incredible. I still haven't seen it. I will watch it. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay. All right, signing off. Signing off. You heard it here, folks. Um, get ready for next week, next couple 
update whenever you hear the next episode after this one, or if you ever hear this one. See ya. Bye. You, me, we're face to face, but we don't see eye to eye. like fire and rain. Fire and rain. Draw me insane. You can draw me insane, but I can't see my